welcome to Random Gaming Talk, it's Entertainment Talk's podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good, how are you doing today? Not too bad, doing alright. Um, what have you been playing in the last week? Uh, not a whole lot, I've been bouncing around a few things. I picked up uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, because the, the new game's coming out, so I never got around to playing the old game. Great game. Uh, great game, I've played it for a bit. Uh, it's been a long time, a long time since <laughs> I've done a Metroid-style platformer, and I'm kind of bad at it, so I'm not that too far into it. Uh, other than that, that not really anything of significance. Bounced around uh, um, State of K two and um, Division two a little bit. Uh, played a little bit more uh, Everybody Golf. I haven't mm-hmm. gotten back into Detroit Become Human, and I'm not sure that I am. It's just the whole bouncing around storyline is something that I've never enjoyed. It's one of the reasons why I don't like the movie, um, the Tarantino one with. Liked all the famous stars on it. Um, Travolta was doing the dancing thing. I'm not sure um, which one you're talking about. So. It'll come to me in like 10 minutes. Okay. But it's it, a Pulp Fiction, that's it. Okay. But yeah, in Pulp Fiction, they just shot a bunch of scenes and put them in random order. So I can never get into that movie. And it's just, that's one of my personality quirks. So it's nothing against the game itself. Um, it's just when things are out of order like that, it just drives me nuts. Okay. Um, so I'm guessing you haven't got to the bit in Ori where you have to move really, really fast. Um, nope. Okay. There's a bit in the, this is, I don't really consider this a spoiler because I'm not telling you what happens. I'm just telling you about the speed of the section. Uh, there's a bit that you get to where you've basically got to jump upwards a bunch of times and you've got to move your ass. <laughs> Otherwise you're not going to, you're going to do it. I don't recall having to move a character or a person or player or whatever that quickly in the game so um yeah enjoy that section when you get to it i suppose uh, i don't remember when it is in the game i do think it's in the second half roughly but uh it was i mean it's a great little section but you it just tests your um reflexes in a certain way i suppose so uh for me been playing some more call of duty uh season two um now let me just it had an update today but it was actually an update and not the whole reinstall problem that i've had that hasn't happened uh, since so uh, one week without any Call of Duty problems, um, I had I don't know if you could call it a laughing fit, but I had basically a situation. Yeah, I think it was yesterday, where I was playing Cyber Attack, which is a game mode I've explained before. It's basically search and destroy, but you can um, revive your teammate, which I just think changes completely changes the game with that because even if it's even if it ends up being 6v1 and that one player goes and revive, that one player can go and revive all five of his other teammates and then there's 6v6 again so I just think it kind of changes the game because um, even when it's 6v1 and you're running around hunting for this one guy he could be like in the corner reviving his teammates uh, ready to come for you so uh, but there was um, these uh, French players I came across they're all in this little clan and this like I would say quite British uh, clan I came across, and um, because of some for some reason the way because of the way the match set itself up, those two clans were split into two. So on the t- on the team that I was on, there was two of the British people and two of the French people, and on the, on the other team it was the other two British people and the other two French. I think there was four from each, so two each on on each team, and then there was just some other players in the game as well. They were doing this thing basically where they stayed in their defense point and. Um, 
They put down like a bunch of claymores, proximity mines, trophy systems, they were using RPGs, riot shields, throwing knives, basically a bunch of defensive stuff that wouldn't take, like like to shoot an RPG at someone doesn't take skill, you know, you just shoot it in the area and you hope that it, it explodes them. Uh, now I've got this perk on that's called Spotter. Basically what that does is when someone puts down an explosive or a trophy system or something like that, I can see that through the wall. It comes up as, you know, it shows it in its normal form but just shows it as red. Um, when I'm in a team-based game, so something like Cyber Attack, I can, if I aim my gun at that particular object, doesn't matter where it is as long as I can see it, it marks it through the wall so that my other teammates can also see it. And I was mar- like, we walked up to, we managed to get ourselves up to this building without getting killed. I think two of us got killed and there was like four of us left. And, uh, I was like on the other side of the building, I was like, everybody wait a minute, I've got spotter on, I'm just gonna like mark all the explosives. They don't stay marked, you have to kind of do it every 30 seconds or so. Uh, but I was doing that and uh, one of the French guys on the on the team wasn't kind of listening to me properly. I marked these two claymores that were like on the other side of the wall, the wall. He just ran in there and slid and got himself blown up. And then there was this part which actually caused the, I guess, laughing fit where uh, the, there was these, the, set, the set of stairs which we had to get up to basically go to the defense point and plant the bomb and uh this guy just fires this rpg it just it was already chaos anyway because we're like trying to shoot them and the bullets are coming off the riot shield and all that sort of stuff and uh this guy just comes from behind his his teammate who's got the who's got the riot shield just fires his rpg and just takes two of us out i had to like i had to like put my controller down and like uh kind of <laughs> sit there for a minute and just kept laughing i was still alive as i was laughing um, but we uh, lost that match. So, yeah, what do you think of all that chaos? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of why I don't really go into uh, competitive shooters in general or just anything that requires a group just because there's always somebody that just wants to Leroy Jenkins the shit out of it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if one of us had a frag grenade, which none of us did, we could have probably thrown a frag grenade upstairs because there was open windows and stuff like that, and we could probably have got them, but I don't think anybody had one. So... There you go. But that was pretty good. Um, haven't played any more Pro Evolution Soccer. I uh, haven't got any Crashing Dream stuff to do this week, so we'll just kind of skip that segment for this week. Uh, what was the other thing I played? I uh, played a bit more Dreams, just kind of like browsing around. I tried to make a little something, and it didn't end up being too much. I was just trying to, you know, tr- trying to kind of just muck around in Dreams, seeing what I could do. Um, yeah, played a couple of different things. There's like this cooking simulator, which is like quite fun to do so but mostly it's been Call of Duty and um, what was the other thing I played I, I tried uh, Shovel Knight and it just didn't really click for me um, it's a good, good enough game in that it's just I did I don't know it just didn't kind of click for me so I'm gonna uh, put that aside to now for, for now uh, I got sent Moss today which is the VR game uh, I played it previously just kind of put it down and and didn't go back to it but I'm gonna try and go back to it now um, and I'm hoping to get sent something else uh, sometime soon. So I've got those. I haven't played too much Star. I haven't played any Star Trek or any Firewall. Um, what else is there? Uh, yeah, me and my dad still keep playing FIFA. Uh, we're in our next season. Actually, we won the Premier League last season for the first time. It took us three seasons to do so, but uh, we finally won that. So that was good. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much my uh, gaming stuff. So, um, like I said, gonna skip the Crashing Dream stuff because I don't have anything solid to talk about with that. Uh, so we're gonna move straight into housekeeping. We'll see you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. 
So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, Walking Dead and Better Call Saul both returned this week with new episodes. Uh, Walking Dead is, of course, Season 10, Episode 9, so the mid-season premiere. Me and David talked about that today. Uh, There was a double episode for Better Call Saul, of course, the Breaking Bad prequel about Jimmy McGill. Uh, I had two episodes this week, so we did a double double episode podcast for 501 and 502. And, of course, we'll be back next week to talk about the next episodes of those shows. Uh, Now TV Review, continuing my streaming service reviews. Now TV is essentially the cheaper version of Sky and the UK way to watch uh, HBO shows in the UK things like Game of Thrones, Watchmen, Westworld all those sorts of things, Uh, The Wire, whatever Uh, so I reviewed Now TV so there's that Uh, what happened to Riverdale Um, did a little, not really review podcast just a kind of discussion podcast about how the show started off as like a simple 13 episode murder mystery and ended up just being whatever it is today Uh, if you know much about Riverdale you probably know what I'm talking about so there's that uh, United cast, May United beat Watford 3-0 at home, and Bruno Fernandes again showing uh, the United players how it's done, uh, indeed. So uh, that was good as well. Uh, good to see us just kind of comfortably win a match, and to see Bruno show uh, how good he is. So um, We play against Club Bruges tomorrow in the Europa League, could do with a win uh, to get through to the next round of the Europa League, and then of course we go to Everton on Sunday, and I'll be doing a podcast for the Everton game on Monday. I'll possibly be doing the Club Bruges podcast on Friday, but definitely a uh, Everton uh, May Night podcast on Sundays uh, on Monday. Sorry, uh, let's play Sundays for Doom VR. Random gaming talk last week. Of course, we talked about Ubisoft, Insom- Insomniac Games, and PAX East. Uh, 1917 film review uh, discussion with new co-host. Of course, uh, me and Barry, the new co-host, talked about DC Horror and The Stranger. Uh, and I've also reviewed Parasite, Sonic, and. Um, uh, Birds of Prey as well of course so you can check all those reviews and things out on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms let's move into some news Alright, um, let's, let's start off with the free games this week. I'll do the uh, Xbox games with gold and then you can do the uh, PlayStation Plus. I think we'll start off with that. 
Okay. Uh, so, of course, your free games for March, because, of course, we're approaching the end of February already. We're already, we're, we're already almost three months into 2020. It's uh, pretty wild. Uh, but anyway, um, on, the Xbox, on the Xbox One side of things, Batman the Enemy Within the Complete Season, uh, March 1st, 1st to 31st. Uh, Shantae Half Genie Hero, March 16th to April 15th. Uh, and then, of course, on the 360 side of things, Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2 and Sonic Generations. I wonder why Sonic's on there. Uh, of course, pr- probably because of the film and, like, you know, Sonic is a talking point at the moment and, and that sort of thing. Uh, I mean, I haven't played that Sonic game. I might try it because I quite enjoyed the film. You know, it wasn't the best film I'd ever seen, but I I enjoyed it for the, what it was. Already played Batman. I don't know much about this uh, Shantae game, but I guess I could take a look at it. And then, of course, there's Castlevania as well. So, uh, what do you think of these games for March? Uh, it's kind of a mixed bag. Hmm. I mean, Shantae was popular with streamers for a hot minute. Um, it's, you know, your basic uh, Spyro-ish kind of game with platforming and jumping. It's not like a racing, like okay. a race get to the fast platformer, but it's got a lot of random stuff to it. Uh, the rest of them, I guess that's another Telltale Batman game. I don't know. Yeah, that's the, that I think that's season two. Well, no, season one, actually, of uh, the Batman Telltale game. So... Because what it, uh, last thing we heard from Telltale is, I think Batman's coming back and The Wolf Among Us Season 2 is supposed to be this year, I believe. I remember, yeah, they showed that off the Game Awards, didn't they? So, yeah. uh, obviously this is their way to get you in for, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure that's Season 1, because it also doesn't say Season 2. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't know much about that Shantae game, but if you're saying that it's a platformer, that's something that uh, at least piques my interest. So, maybe I'll take a look at that. Um, so... Yeah, what, what about this Castlevania game? Do you know much about that? I don't know which one that is, to be honest, because I, my knowledge of Castlevania is very, very minimal, to be honest. No, I don't know which one that is. I don't know. I don't think it's part of the collection that you can buy, because uh, there's a Konami okay. collection for uh, uh, Castlevania that you can get. Uh, so I don't think it's a part of that one. Okay. So if you, I guess if you had that and the collection, you'd have uh, some more Castlevania. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright, just before we started the podcast, you said that the, the uh, PS Plus games had been announced. I hadn't yet seen that myself, so I don't know what they are. So you can surprise both me and potentially the audience, depends on who knows and who doesn't. But uh, take it away. Well, speaking of Sonic, mm. the one first game for PS Plus is Sonic Forces. According to the description in Sonic Forces, the evil Dr. Eggman has conquered much of the world with help from a powerful and mysterious new villain called Infinite. Now you must assist Sonic and build an army to reclaim the world as they fight against chaos and destruction. Defeat enemies with blazing speed such as modern Sonic, catapult past perilous platforms, say that nine times real fast, Mm. as classic Sonic and create your very own custom hero character equipped with a variety of powerful gadgets. So I'm not quite sure what it is and what it's supposed to do, but it looks like it's some sort of Sonic slash, you know, fighting game maybe? I don't know. But the big one, this, the other game, which is kind of a huge drop, they've been, and, and credit to Sony, they've been dropping some huge games as their free games for the last couple, three months, Yeah, is uh, the remaster of Shadow of the Colossus. Ooh. So if you've never had a chance to play that game or just never got around to it like me, uh, now's your chance because it's going to be free. So Cool. Yeah, I played and finished um, Shadow of the Colossus. I don't know which Sonic game that is to be perfectly honest um sonic i want to at least explore the sonic games a bit now that i i wouldn't call myself a sonic fan but i like him a bit more now that i've seen the film and stuff um 
But uh, yeah, I'll have to because there's a bunch of them, isn't there? Sonic games. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to oh, work. there's like twenty or thirty of them. There's about <laughs> as many Sonic games as Mario games. Yeah, I'll have to work out uh, which one is best, which one is uh, best for me as well. So I think I'll probably prefer the three D ones over the two D ones, just a point of preference. But um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what I uh, get out of that. I suppose. Um, yeah, Shadow, Col- Shadow of the Colossus, uh, a big one, I believe. Blue Point developed that uh, remake game not the i don't know about the original but i'm pretty sure that because whenever people talk about what blue point are doing next they always bring up that they did uh this shadow colossus remake so or remaster whatever it's being called um but um yeah uh, hopefully everybody enjoys their free games with a paid subscription if that's how you want to put it so um cool uh let's go with uh, some of your stuff next what else do you want to talk about today well, first up, the uh, idiotic panic over the coronavirus is mm. continuing. And I do call it idiotic panic because right now, um, the latest numbers I've seen from the CDC, the the death rate is like less than 2%, and the bulk of those were uh, already sick and elderly. I mean, it, you know, it's not great that somebody died, so I'm not trying to minimize that. It's just yeah. it, the people are just literally wigging out over nothing. And when I say nothing, I just mean... It's so minimal from what an actual pandemic is. It's not even funny. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sony is continuing to panic and freak out over that. They announced that they are canceling their GDC plans this year. Uh, GDC is uh, set to run between March 16th and March 20th in San Francisco. Um, and and it's an interesting aside, uh, even though there are zero cases of uh, coronavirus in uh, San Francisco... Uh, the city has already declared a state of emergency over the virus, which is, again, back to why I call it an idiotic panic. Now, I wouldn't want to go to San Francisco, but that's just because San Francisco is a hellhole. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you can pull up articles of just, like, human feces on the street because they don't do anything about it. Uh, the homeless are just wrecking city. And I'm not being, like... I'm being dead serious when I say that. Um, kind of a bit of a tangent, so I apologize, but I'm making my point. Uh, earlier in the year, California passed a law to where if you're stealing and the value of what you're stealing is less than $950, they'll only classify it as a, mis- as a misdemeanor, not a felony. And unsurprising, crime is just skyrocketing ever since then because people mm-hmm. are just going in, taking stuff because they know the police won't show up. And businesses are shutting down left and right because of it, because they can't stay open because everybody's stealing their stuff. And that's very prominent in uh, uh, San Francisco and San Diego and places like that. And so I wouldn't want to go to that city just in general. Yep. Well, uh, better call Saul. (laughs) Yeah. I suppose. Well, Uh, you don't need a lawyer if you don't get arrested. Well, if you do, then uh, better call Saul. So I just wanted to make reference because the show is back. So yeah. Uh, And I will have. I can't imagine imagine too many other chances would I have to. to say that so sure enough yeah um or call kim or whatever but uh yeah better call Saul. um yeah i mean you know sony is i mean they dropped out of e3 for e3 for different reasons they've obviously dropped out of packs because of the corona stuff and now they're doing uh is it cdg you said uh gdc gdc game developers conference yeah uh now they're dropping out of that as well so um yeah apparently sony doesn't really want to i mean you know the coronavirus and the whole e3 thing is uh you know, different. Obviously, they don't want to go to E3 because they've basically said that they don't see the reason to. So, li- leaving events for different reasons. But uh, nonetheless, Sony is uh, not really going to much this year. And in, in a year where, um, you know, the PS5 has got to be revealed at some point, 
Um, hopefully we see something soon. Some people are saying like you'll probably see something in like May or whatever, but I don't know until Sony themselves actually says something, then we uh, really have no idea. But um, yeah, there you go. Uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, next up is uh, I know that the uh, Disney Plus is coming to the UK really soon. I'm sure you can't wait for that. Yeah, in uh, about uh, a month, the 26th of February today, and it comes out the 24th of March, so just under a month. Yeah, and Plus. for everybody in the UK, absolutely, the second that goes live and the second you can get that, watch The Mandalorian. It was an awesome series. Cool. Uh, the reason why I brought it up is that some of the lighting effects and CGI was used um, the Fortnite uh, game engine. So mm. if you go on uh, the web, if you go on websites, you can see like a virtual production of the Mandalorian. You can see like some of the background imaging and stuff like that. Uh, they just use that software um, to you know to offload it, so you don't have to do so big of a computer and such massive uh, computational time to do that. But it's just cool that Fortnite is still affecting everything else. And, you know, now it's getting used to make uh, movies. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people have been saying that, like, Fortnite's numbers are dropping slightly. I'm sure they'll do something about that uh, eventually. I'm sure the game will be fine, uh, but could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, in terms of Disney Plus stuff, I mean, I can't wait. Um, I have more than The Mandalorian to watch. I mean, I'm going to watch The Mandalorian on there as well, but um, I'm going to go through all of Star Wars uh, again, but I'm going to include Clone Wars and Rebels in my watch because those uh, are canon from what I believe and everything. Um, I'm going to go and go through the, uh, I think it's the 2016 the animated Spider-Man TV series. There's films like Coco, Moana, uh, in, uh, Inside Out that I haven't seen. So plenty, uh, there's you know hours worth of stuff in just what I've mentioned alone. And then, of course, the MCU shows when they eventually come around. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that on March 24th. Hopefully, I'll be able to get uh, up and running with that as uh, you know as soon as the day pretty much starts. So, yeah, uh, something to look out for if you don't want to, you know, obviously after you finish watching The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. uh, they actually have uh, the Ducktales. Re- they redid Ducktales, which was a cartoon back in the 90s, okay. and they redid it. And uh, David Tennant provides the voice of uh, Scrooge McDuck. Ooh. So it's a little fun there. Another good one is Gargoyles, which was not a short-lived show. I think it went like two or three seasons. But the basic premise is, is that at night, Gargoyles turn into flesh. And then they get a spell cast on them to where they're they're frozen in stone. And in the modern day, the spell gets lifted. And so it's basically, you know, the whole uh, fish out of water kind of a thing. So like 13th century people living in modern New York. <coughs> Uh, but a lot of famous people did the voices for it. Uh, the two no- most notable is uh, uh, Star Trek The Next Generation alum, uh, Jonathan Franks and Marina Sirtis provided two of the voices for two of the main characters. Cool. Um, what was that? Yeah, I'm going to be reviewing the, you know, because I'm doing the streaming service reviews. I'm going to use Disney Plus for a week and then review it. So I've already explained that in different places, but in case people haven't heard that already. So that's just a bit of a. Uh, Information for you all. Um, what else do you want to talk about today? Well, speaking of Fortnite, I got an mm. article from uh, CNET. It does say that uh, the uh, the gameplay is down a bit this year from last year. Uh, the income is down a bit uh, last year, this year versus last year, but it still makes an insane amount of money. Uh, guess how much uh, Fortnite brought in in 2019? Um, like, we're wild guess that you think that game made in 2019. A few hundred million? Maybe, probably a bit more than that. 
Uh, 1.8 billion. Hmm. Mm. So not quite, not quite, it, gi- not quite giving a Disney run for its money, but no one really is. No. Uh, but uh, still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It it is down a bit in 2018. Uh, they accumulated 2.4 billion. Um, so that is a big drop. Yeah, but, that, that kind you know, of is. It, yeah. Any any game you don't there's not a single game company that you can name that wouldn't say yeah we'll drop down to almost two billion in revenue. Nobody's gonna say nah we don't want to do that. That's not us. Yeah. Yeah, it it will be like if um because I me- I remember some stats from uh, Disney last year in 2019. I think I think it was like 17 billion or something. It'd be like if they yeah. dropped down to 15 uh, for 2020. Sure, they've lost. They they've not made uh, the two billion, but it's still 15. You know, it's still uh, an enormous amount. I know this is a bit different with the one the, the two billion to the yeah. one billion, but still a billion dollars. You know, still a lot of yeah. Money. The only close relevance that's going on right now is with uh, American football, the NFL league. Okay. Uh, they're currently in negotiations for the collective bargaining agreement. And right now it's, uh, and that's an agreement between the owners and the players over revenue sharing, things like that. Uh, there's four television contracts for NFL football, NBC, CBS, Fox, and, uh, ESPN. And between just those four, the TV revenue alone is $4.3 billion. And with, the current uh, CBA that's coming out, it's going to shift uh, players' uh, revenue from 47% to 48.5% over the course of 10 years. And that percentage and a half shift is over $5 billion. That's mm. how much money the NFL rakes in and just just existing. Um, so that's the only real close equivalent that I've seen. So, Yep, yep. Uh, cool. What else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, we finally got some specs for the Series X that's coming out here in a few months. Uh, we Unfortunately, we don't have an official price, although most people are going to assume 499 And we don't have an official release date, but pretty much everybody guarantees that it's going to be out before Christmas, probably yeah. like November. Probably november uh, yeah, but, I guess. Yeah, but we do have some official specs from the uh, Microsoft blog post. Uh, the hardware is going to be 12 uh, teraflops for GPU power, which is actually twice of the 1X right now. Uh, custom AMD Zen 2 and RDNA 2 architecture. Uh, you know, the most, you know, it's, it's stuff that if, if you're like me and you're a PC tech head, it's, uh, it's all really cool stuff. Uh, for most people, it's not going to matter. Just know that it's going to run like a beast and look beautiful. Uh, they also confirmed that their goal is to try to support 120 frames per second, which for a console is huge because yeah. even in this generation, you're lucky to get 60 frames. And they're trying to scale the architecture and the hardware uh, to be at 120 frames, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. So, Yeah, um, I read something else about like uh, save states with this as well. Cause I remember with the Wired article with PS5, we we heard a bit about that. That's something I'm quite interested in for the next gen, with both with it with with the uh, Series X and with PS5, the ability to like essentially skip like loading sc- not, not not during game loading screens, but boot up loading screens basically. Um, like if I could if I could load FIFA 22 or whatever or FIFA 21. And go straight to like my career mode instead of like hearing the EA Sports in the game and then loading the thing and then doing all that. If I could kind of just like boot straight into the career mode sort of thing, that would be kind of because that would be, I assume, a safe state or at least boot up into where like I'm on the career mode tab or something like that. That would be that would be kind of cool. And um, 
like for Call of Duty, if I could boot straight up into like the, the multiplayer tab or something uh, instead of I mean for uh, for games loading and loading screen times and all that sort of thing, you can skip most of the uh, Call of Duty ones, which is uh, which is pretty good because as much problem as I've had with the whole reinstalling weird glitch thing, um, it's quite good with uh, the the boot up screens. You can pretty much skip all of them, most of them. From what I remember, obviously it has to load like a connecting to servers and because I'm going online and stuff, but uh, that'd be pretty good. Uh, also, Star Trek takes a little bit long. I know Star Trek's a bit of an older game, uh, back from like 2017 or whatever, but uh, it'd be it'd be good to just skip some of them bits and pieces and hopefully with uh, the power that these two systems are going to hopefully have. Uh, of course, we don't know very much about PS5 at the moment because um, they've Sony has gone really really quiet. Uh, that's a, that's the thing I'm kind of looking forward to because that's something that's been discussed quite a bit so how about you yeah i mean the the specs that they released are you know it's good to know i mean yeah it's one of those things they say really like a lot of people i'm the first to want to uh know the price mm-hmm. and know the release date but the other interesting thing that they talked about in the blog post is that um they're setting it up to where you don't have to buy the game again. Like, say, a game comes out before the X is launched and the Series X is launched and you get the Series X, it'll just run on the Series X. You won't have to buy the game again. Mm-hmm. They're setting it up to where they're leaving that to the, the developer's uh, side. And actually, I have a companion story to that, is that uh, CD Projekt Red announced that, they, that you will not have to buy uh, Cyberpunk 2077 again, um for the X they posted, they quoted uh, an Xbox tweet saying series X brings the next generation to compatibility, uh, play thousands of games across four generations that look and feel even better. Smart delivery guarantees. You're playing the best version of your game for your Xbox, Xbox series X, wada, wada, wada. Mm-hmm. And then the official cyberpunk uh, account replied, tweeted to that saying gamers should never be forced to purchase the same game twice or pay for upgrade. Owners of Cyberpunk 2077 for Xbox One will receive the Xbox Series X upgrade for free when it becomes available. And the interesting thing on that is that they only specifically said Xbox, yeah, not PS5. But to be fair, we still don't know how much compatibility the PS4 games are going to have with the PS5. Yeah, And that's something I've said on multiple podcasts is that when when Microsoft started writing the software and coding and was able to get backwards compatibility, they basically future-proofed themselves. Um, mm-hmm. How that's going to affect sales of the console, hard to tell. Anybody that uh, games professionally for a living, obviously, is uh, going to buy it immediately day one. Uh, so, you know, streamers, uh, professional gamers, people like that, regardless of whether they need it or not, they're going to be buying. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to be, you know, getting some for free as influencers. Right, codes and uh, stuff. Code. Yeah. No, I mean, like, the consoles. People get free oh, game right. consoles yeah, yeah. all the time, uh, which I would love to have that problem, <laughs> uh, get free game consoles. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, until the PS5 actually comes out, we're never going to know how the backwards compatibility works. And that's something that we don't have to worry about with the Xbox because we already know it works. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, more goodwill from uh, CD Projekt Red. So just to kind of recap, uh, they've said no pre-order bonuses because everyone should have the same game, which is kind of what they're saying here with the whole upgrade thing. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they said obviously no microtransactions because they've uh, quoted and said they'll leave greed to others. This, these are the things that are going back a little bit. I'm just kind of uh, recapping their goodwill. Um, you know, th- and then this thing with uh, you know, every, you know that that you shouldn't have to buy it twice if it gets like re-released on if a game gets like re-released on uh, PS5 in like two years or something or or on Series X in two years that you'll just get like a, a next-gen patch upgrade kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they're not doing really anything wrong at the yeah. moment with this game. I mean, you know, it, it, even if the game kind of isn't isn't your cup of tea or something, which is entirely possible and, and entirely fair, uh, you know, if you're not into this kind of cyberpunky type video game or whatever, uh, then maybe it just simply won't be for you. But if this is your kind of uh, genre of gaming that you like, or if you if you just like CD Projekt Red or you like The Witcher or whatever. Um, then yeah, it looks like the, you know those three things so far. You know, no, no pre-order bonuses, no microtransactions. Because uh, of course, you know, with pre-order bonuses, obviously, it it could have meant that like okay, free DLC level if you pre-order before this date or whatever. None of that is happening. And then just this next thing was like, hey, you won't have to buy it again if you uh, um, if you want to upgrade to a, a Series X. I can't think of anything they've done wrong with this game so far at the moment. So uh, it's good stuff. It's uh, it, it should be a bit more of a um, industry norm kind of thing but uh yeah some companies are just run a bit differently i suppose so yeah and i have no problem with pre-order bonuses as long as it doesn't really affect gameplay yeah like if you're yeah. if you're a company that's kind of small and you you need to do like a pre-order bonus to generate revenue to keep your company going yeah that's fine or if you're a more established company but you don't know if the ip is going to be as popular as you think it is and you want to do like pre-order bonuses just to kind of gauge you know, how much are people really into this game thinking about it? You know, that's fine. But we had, what was that one game where we had, there was like seven different pre-order bundles to uh, it. Is that the Division? Had like the Phoenix one or whatever? Yeah, one of them I think was the Division, but that one had like four. But there was one we talked about like a year ago where there's like a good six or seven different versions of it. And it just kind of got nuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, prediction for me, I think that... Um... With this relationship we've seen between Microsoft and CD Projekt Red, I think they're going to buy them, and I think that uh, I think that this, uh, Cyberpunk is maybe not day one, but I think it'll end up on Game Pass soon-ish. Um, well, we had that as a rumor about three or four months ago that yeah. uh, Cyberpunk was going to be part of Game Pass. Um, yeah. I do think they're going to buy CD Projekt Red, though. Uh, if they do, it, they'll probably announce it around uh, E3. That would make the most sense. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, selling your studio means they have to want to be sold, and I don't know that CG Project Red wants to be sold. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possible. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, on the upside though, Microsoft has shown that when they do buy those studios, they pretty much leave them alone, let them do their thing, and then they don't console lock the games. Yeah, because they could have done that with the Outer Worlds, and they could have done that with a couple other titles um, for companies that uh, Microsoft bought. Now, future games, you never know, but Phil Spencer doesn't really seem to be into the console war part of the console wars. He's gone on record several times saying he just wants gamers to be able to play games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, good stuff from CD Projekt Red, and we will... Is it September? I've forgotten some of the release dates for games. It it was supposed to be in April, and it got bounced to September because they wanted time to tighten up a few things. That's it, I'm, yeah. I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah. With everything they've shown with uh, The Witcher 3 and their care for the game and wanting to make the game the best, they earned the right to delay the game three months because they think it's not good enough. Yep. The interesting thing is how many 
what the sales are going to be. If um, uh, Cyberpunk doesn't, if uh, CD Projekt Red doesn't get bought out by Microsoft and it is not, you know, part of Game Pass, I could easily see them beating the Red Dead 2 sales. And those were insane for that yeah. first opening week. It was something what, like, 10 million units in the first two days it was like 10 or 17 or something yeah it was... i think it was like 10 in the, like the first two days and then 17 after a couple of weeks 17 million yeah and i could see cyberpunk beating that hmm. we shall see i suppose yep. but yeah one of the bigger game biggest games uh in the industry one of the most anticipated as well so there you go um but yes we shall see what cyberpunk is like in september and um you you, you just have to buy the game once and that's it Really? Yeah. So, uh, cool. What else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, the last thing that I have is a little fun thing uh, from <laughs> Halo with uh, Halo Infinite coming out. We're starting to get little bibs and bobs and stuff like that. Uh, Martin O'Donnell, who is the uh, uh, video game composer for the Halo series, has been releasing some behind the scenes videos from time to time from his time working on the Halo series. Uh, the video that came out a couple days ago focuses around uh, 2007's Halo 3, and it shows uh, him creating the audio and, and things like that. Uh, the interesting thing from that uh, uh, video is how they made some of the sounds, more specifically some of the combat sounds. They took a hammer and just beat the crap out of an Xbox, and then they had a giant uh, concrete block, and they were dragging it, dragging the Xbox along the concrete bot, and basically just destroying the mm-hmm. whole thing, um, just to get some of the audio from it. It's like a ten-minute video, and it's up on YouTube, so you can find it there. That just kind of was interesting to me. And you know, you you hear the game audio, and you always think, oh, it's probably like a stock sound or it's something else. And it just you know, it's just like digitally created, and then you just see a guy just smacking on the Xbox with a sledgehammer just to get the game audio. And I just found that highly amusing. Hmm. Well, some people like to. Uh, I remember when people were buying PS5s and stuff on launch day and being like, "Hey, I've got a PS5. I'm going to smash it to bits because why not or whatever." Um, you mean yeah, uh, it, the, yeah, the, the PS3? You mean PS3 or PS4? There was probably people doing it with, with both. I, I yeah. would imagine so. Well, you said PS5, and I didn't think they were out yet. Did I say five? Oh, yes, I you said, said five. Okay. Um, but yeah, with people buying new consoles and then just smashing them in front of people that are in the queue. A little bit stupid, but uh, hey, this is more for a musical sense, or more for a, a sound sense, which makes sense in, in, in some way. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, where's your, uh, what's your anticipation level for Halo Infinite? Uh, well, I'm not a big Halo fan, but to be fair, I'm not the biggest first-person shooter fan mm-hmm. to begin with anyway. I mean, I know a lot of people are excited for it, and a lot of people are looking for a good Halo experience that they didn't get in Halo 5. So we'll just have to see more when more of the game is released. Yeah, that Halo 5 campaign was bad. I'll, I'll, it wasn't like awful or the worst thing I've played. I can think of games that have had worse stories. But uh, it really wasn't up to what Halo 3 and, and 4 had done. So we shall see if they can uh, correct the ship a little bit with far, uh, with Infinite, technically 6, whatever. Uh, and the multiplayer will probably be pretty good. Because so, they've, they've got the game really well done from a gameplay perspective. You, I don't mm-hmm. think you can knock the game with that. Just the, the story and like uh, Locke kind of coming in and taking over a bit with the story and stuff. 
uh, and I don't a lot of people said because I didn't finish the campaign because I did think it was that bad and a lot of people said like oh there was not much Master Chief in it and it just uh, wasn't very good so we'll see what they can do um, probably in November when the Series X launches so yep. uh, and they've also said you know that there's no um, Series X exclusives for a year to 18 months so I assume it's going to be on Xbox One as well and probably yep. on Game Pass so now have you seen those uh, Venn diagrams from the, the the player base of Halo no it's actually no. kind of it's fairly common with most uh, first person shooters that have a, a very heavy story thing you'll have a group that only play the story and you'll have mm-hmm. a group that only do the online multiplayer and then the intersection where people do both is super, super tiny. It's like a fractional. It's like less than 5% do both. Yeah. So it's like very, very divided. So you either play the online part or you play the story part. It's hmm. not both. It's kind of weird. I still find it weird personally. I know this is a little bit of a side note, but like a year ago I was like, yeah, I'll play the Call of Duty campaign and then just send the game back. <laughs> now I've bought the game and only play because uh, I still haven't touched the campaign. Just because every every time I load the game and go to do the campaign, I'm like, I might as well just level up and just play some multiplayer. So I've literally done the complete opposite. Not only if not only did I not rent the game and buy it, but I also haven't touched the campaign and have only played multiplayer. So I've literally done the complete opposite of what I said. But you know, the game impressed me, and uh, I'm still having a good time with it. So there we go. Uh, you said that was your last thing to talk about. Yeah, that's my last article. Cool. Uh, so, where are we now? The PlayStation 5 will uh, apparently have an optional controller attachment to monitor things like your heart rate and uh, some other stuff as well. Uh, some people were making fun of like, hey, Microsoft is announcing like 12 teraflops and all this and Sony's talking about like a heart rate monitor for your controller. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that's a little bit of an overreaction in a way because Sony hasn't come out and said really anything about the PS5 yet. Uh, they said about, you know, um, the PS4 game support and the VR support and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, they haven't shown us uh, much. They've said about their save states and uh, the hard drive and, and some stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, if your console reveal is going to be in a couple of months or whatever, with something like this, it's, it's just a way to kind of, to me, to, to just get it out there. If this is a, is it, if this is a feature or something that you can do with the controller then just you know announce it anyway i suppose i don't think it really harms things too much it's, it doesn't mean uh people aren't gonna buy the ps5 because it's got this and because xbox is doing this other stuff so we don't know um but yeah what do you think of this little attachment um that like monitors your heart rate and some other stuff uh well nintendo already tried that with the wii there was like some weird medical you know when they were doing the whole wii fit thing Okay. There's an accessory to where you could have like a heartbeat monitor or something like that. Um, I don't know if they just like made a patent for it, just so they could have a patent for it, or if they actually a patent that's been filed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they can file a patent for anything. It doesn't mean they're actually going to use it. And honestly, I don't see that really ever coming to market, just because the whole using your console for fitness thing kind of died down mm-hmm. as a fad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I'm playing uh, Cyber Attack and it's me versus six people, you'll 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 get some readings on that, I suppose. Because uh, uh, I you know I don't like you know my heart doesn't stop going or whatever, but it is uh, it's a bit nervous when it's you versus six people and you're trying to revive your teammates. So uh, 
yeah, you might get some readings off of that, I suppose. But um, I mean, if it's something that you want, and it's up, op- if it's if it's optional and doesn't like, if this is something to where like, okay, we're forcefully including this with the controller, and you have to buy, it and it's more like it's more expensive as a result. That's then a problem, I think. Uh, just like with what Xbox did with the Connect at the start, how people were like, okay, well, if you take the Connect out of my Xbox bundle. It will be cheaper, and people were kind of annoyed by that. And then, obviously, a couple of years down the line, they they had the the option, didn't they, for um, the Connect free kind of uh, Xbox bundle. So as long as it's not like a forced in thing, or it makes what you're buying more expensive, I think that's fine. So if you don't want it, don't buy it. If you do want it, then uh, go and go get it, I suppose. So, but there you go. Um, speaking of the PS5, there's there's some talk about this and I just wanted to kind of bring this up we did already talk about the coronavirus a bit uh it's possibly going to be delaying the release of the PS5 and the Xbox Series X um I haven't seen like clickbait on this or anything it's just been kind of a discussion and and Colin uh, Moriarty and Chris Reagan have also talked about this on Sacred Symbols um as like okay this this might not be a definite thing but it's a possibility uh what do you think of this potential situation well, I mean, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. And like I said earlier, the the whole uh, coronavirus thing is more panicking than anything else. And it really just kind of depends on how long it goes and how it affects the supply chain for uh, labor at the companies that make the components. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the, kind of the downside of everything being made in China is like, when something bad happens in China, then everything kind of, just kind of falls to pot. Yeah, so... We shall see. Um, when are you expecting pre-orders for either either the because the, they might not go and pre-order at the same time because obviously they're different companies. But when when do you expect to be able to pre-order either the Series X or the PS5? Uh, the Series X, I expect pre-orders to go up at E3. That would make yeah. the most sense. It's going to have yeah. the most eyes on it in terms of people who actually care about it. Um, the PS5, whenever they get around to doing a state of play. Right, some sort I'm of sure that'll, yeah. yeah. But I think they, uh, nobody said for sure, but I think a lot of people are guessing that uh, PlayStation is going to wait until Microsoft announces its price and then determine its price. Hmm. Which, if that's the case, that's that's not good because then that can really affect you know your your uh, bottom line. And they're already saying it's going to cost like 450 bucks just for the components. Yeah. So that doesn't leave a whole lot of room for profit if you have to sell it at less than 500 yeah so we shall see uh speaking of people dropping out of events uh hideo kojima of course the developer of uh, death stranding metal gear solid pt which never saw the light of day or it did and then it didn't it's complicated uh we, we all know who i'm talking about hideo kojima uh, has dropped out of pax east which is of course supposed to be this weekend of course last week we discussed uh, Sony dropping out of PAX East, and who was the other? It was Naughty Dog, wasn't it, that also dropped out of um, PAX East due to, again, coronavirus concerns. Uh, but What's Good Games, I just, I just thought I'd kind of add this in here as like, it was something I saw along the same lines. Uh, what's Good Games, of course, the podcast from Christine Starmer, Andrew Renee, and I believe Brittany Bombacher. Bombacher, is that how you say her name? Uh, Brittany, Brittany, Christine, and uh, Andrea, they are going to be going to... Uh, PAX East, assume, presumably to do some sort of live uh, What's Good Games podcast there. So, of course, if you're going to the events, you, if you are going to uh, PAX East, then um, I'm sure you'll be able to see them there in some way, shape, or form. Um, but, yeah, I I was a bit confused to see, like, okay, why is Kojima actually going to PAX East? Is it because of maybe the PC release of Death Stranding or just to meet 
fans or because their standings out it's been out for a few months now um but uh so, yeah two questions first of all okay why 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 do you think he was maybe there in the first place or planning to go possibly uh just fan service really i mean mm. when you think about how all the conventions that stars go to i mean yeah they get paid to do it but they also go to be with their fans mm-hmm. have you seen uh jason momoa's uh conventions no, no, it's actually hilarious when they do group photos. Um, and if it's a couple, he'll like have a big hug on the lady and then be like pushing the guy away, like <laughs> his big hand on his face. And then when they get the picture and have him autograph it, he autographs his name over the guy's face just as like a troll. Okay. And everybody likes it and everybody's in on it. It's hilarious. And uh, John Barrowman, when he goes to conventions, um, some people are like, yeah, no touching, no holding, whatever. And he's like, hey, you want to grab my ass? I don't care. <laughs> There's like lots of photos of of him at conventions. He's got like a group photo of like six people, and they've all got their hands on his ass. And he's like in these like silver spangly skinny jeans. It's hilarious. Yeah, uh, he he's a lot of fun, John Barrowman, from what I've uh, yep. seen and whatever. So of course he was on Arrow, wasn't he? So yep. Uh, what else was he on? He's been on Doctor Who, Torchwood, and uh, probably some other stuff as well. So he also yeah. currently is a judge on some show. I can't remember which one, but uh, he, he does some stuff there as well. So, great guy. Um, yeah, uh, but yes, What's Good Games is also going. Of course, like I said, they'll probably do some sort of live, pod- live podcast. Um, and if you want to see them there, I'm sure they'll be there in some way, shape, or form. I've actually just said that already, but uh, there you go. Um, yeah, do you see anyone else dropping out of pack? I, I mean, I don't know specifically who's going. I, I've, I've actually heard more about who isn't going than who is. So... Because uh, we know, obviously, Kojima's not there, Naughty Dog aren't there, but What's Good Games are going to be there. So I assume some other companies are maybe going to be there, but uh, I'm sure we'll find out by the end of next next weekend what everybody's announced and talked about. So, Yeah, I don't know. It's not really anything really I follow, just because it is kind of far away from where I live, and mm-hmm. I can't afford to go anyway, so I just don't pay that much attention to it. Yeah, so. And of course, for the last packs, uh, Colin Moriarty had his... Uh, show taken away so you definitely won't be seeing him there uh because obviously he probably wants nothing to do with pax at the moment yeah rightly so given how they treated him and whatnot but um what was that pax west or something probably it was pax west yeah because okay. that's close to where he used to live well not close yeah, but I, think, I, think close, he's, or... I think he's moved since then hasn't he yeah so. he's moved to virginia which is kind of a weird move but I, he said he has family there so yeah yeah uh, yeah, great podcast on Sacred Symbols. Not that it needs a plug because it's doing really, really well, but um, go and check them out. Uh, what else did I have written down here? We talked about CD Projekt Red. We talked about coronavirus, PS5 optional thing. Um, I think that's all the news I have, but we do have an email, so let's get to that. Of course, if you have any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever, on video games, let us know what you're playing. If you enjoy it, if you don't, then, well... Uh, maybe move on to something else but let us know what you think of everything you're playing and everything that's happening or just get in contact with entertainment talk uh matthew at entertainmenttalk.org twitter e talk uk there's the contact page and information in your show notes phoebe says hey gents if the ps5 um oh yes this is, this is to do with the whole coronavirus uh console delay so i probably should have included that there but let's uh read phoebe's email anyway hey gents if the ps5 and series x are delayed due to the virus how um do you think this will affect things going forward will we possibly get the consoles in something like january or february 2021 uh and then she says thanks you're very welcome um 
I mean, so let's let's just assume you know, holiday twenty twenty is what November ish sort of time, and that was November twenty thirteen was when both the Xbox One and the PS Four were both released. So just kind of following holiday tradition with that. Plus, you know, normally the holiday games get released what October November. That's when you sort of tend to see those. Um, so yeah, do you th- I mean, like let's say let's say it is delayed because of this virus thing, and it lasts a lot longer than people think, or it just interrupts things in the way that it, it could. Um, I don't think December release is really gonna. I, I I don't really see that happening. I kind of agree with Phoebe a bit that we could like maybe we could get like a January February thing. Although that, that would be a bit weird to have consoles released then. Although I don't see Sony or Microsoft delaying the consoles till like November twenty twenty one for a whole year just just to release it in a holiday season. Um, but it's a it's a situation I don't recall really seeing before. Uh, with, with the release of you know the even the PS three and the Xbox three sixty. Uh, of course, the PS4 and Xbox One came out without any real delay. So, I don't know. When, when do you see another possible release date happening? Uh, well, that's assuming that they don't just go ahead and release it and just deal with the limited supplies. Right. Um, I don't see it getting pushed any later than maybe January. Um, and I, I'll, and going back, I hope it's not a limited supply thing because yeah, you were probably too young and really not paying attention to it but when the ps2 launched they did not expect it to be as popular as it was and they had serious supply issues and the only thing that happened is people were buying them and just reselling them on like ebay or whatever Hmm. and back then um that was back when the rental market when like blockbusters and stores like that had uh you know more relevant than they are now uh, which is pretty much none um, they actually stopped running out consoles because people would put down the $300 deposit, which is what the console cost, to rent the PS4 and then, air quote, lose it and just sell it used mm. on eBay for like 1000 bucks. I see. Which is yeah. actually grand larceny as a felony. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's the thing I don't – I hope that doesn't happen is that uh, – that they just come out, but come out in like a limited scope, and people just buy them and resell them for crazy amounts of money because people will pay that. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense until they re-released the uh, NES Classic. Those things, those things are going on eBay for three hundred bucks, and they retail for seventy. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, we'll, we'll wait and see. We're only in uh, almost March. Uh, we're not expecting. I, I mean, I, I mean, when it, when are these things supposed to start getting like shipped? And stuff because obviously they're still probably in the manufacturing phase, aren't they? So, yeah, I mean, they're still technically in the prototype phase because we haven't been officially shown everything yet. Yeah, we only know what the Series X looks like because of some graphics that got shown up and the two pictures that got leaked, right? And the and we, game awards and the game well. awards, yeah, yeah. But for the PS5, we don't even know what it looks like, we know what the dev kits look like, and I'd actually be okay with the PS5 looking like that, at least it looks kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. I, and I yeah. and I know I know I'm in the minority of opinions on that. That's, but... that's completely fine. So, um, but uh, yeah, we shall see what happens with it. I've just gotten an email about uh, being charged for PS Plus. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I suppose that's me for um, the, the until uh, yeah, pretty much end of March, wouldn't it? If it's for a month, so which is what I do basically. So, mm-hmm. uh, but that is what we've got for you for this episode of Random Gaming Talk. And yes, we are well aware that the next episode of Gaming Talk is episode 200. Uh, I have something to discuss with Robert off the air about that. So uh, I will do that once I hit stop. Which, well, I hit pause and then I hit stop on this recorder thing. Just a little bit of uh, 
creation insight? What would you call that? Bit of behind the scenes insight? I mean, with a recorder, you press record, then you press stop. It's not really, I'm not breaking any ground. So Yeah. Uh, the term I've heard used is inside baseball. Inside baseball. Fair enough. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. So, um, But, uh, yeah, like I said, let us know what you think of uh, what you're playing at the moment. Hopefully you enjoy what you're playing. Um, oh, that was what I forgot to, to say. I did jump into a bit of a Crash Team Racing uh, this week um, and uh, just did, did, did some uh, Grand Prix for that. So, it, Yeah, it was... I saw the Let's Play video you put out. Yeah, yeah, that will be uh, going on the website soon. So, did you? where did you... I'm interested. Where did, did you see that on the PlayStation feed? No, that was on uh, YouTube. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know if it's something that you set up that it's automatically doing that, but yeah, the yeah. um the Entertainment Talk YouTube had just had a bunch of videos dumped on it the last couple three days. So yeah, I, was, uh, I, I had a few uh, Let's Play Sunday episodes stored, so I uh, dumped them all on there. So that was what that was. But uh, look out for those in the coming weeks. Of course, on Sundays, uh, one episode per week, and uh, that will be those. So, um. Cool, but uh, yeah, you can find of course all the con- all the all of the content. Sorry, that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. We're getting into the busy period. We have got of course the DC shows, Walking Dead and Backup Soldiers come back. Uh, of course, both on AMC. Westworld is going to be back next month. Disney Plus is going to be out soon, and uh, you know video game stuff to to cover. There's going to be film reviews, all that sort of thing. So uh, keep your eyes out on entertainmenttalk.org for all of your uh, podcast coverage for everything. So, uh, of course, you can support the podcast, but entertainment talk, that would be nice and quite helpful. Uh, Patreon, of course, if you want to uh, check us out on there, we are on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers uh, for ad-free podcast and review options. Amazon affiliate link if you're shopping on Amazon and we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those. But most importantly, remember, remember to subscribe so that you get sent uh, new episodes as well. Uh, word of mouth, of course, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds and all the stuff that we're covering. Of course, also Man United podcasts as well, things like that. So uh, tell everybody that you know about uh, that content. Uh, social media, of course, please share them on Facebook and Twitter. That really helps us out as well. And if you're allowed to, you can put them in different Facebook groups. And lastly, video games. If you want to watch us play different video games, like Robert just said with Let's Play Sundays, uh, you can watch me and David on Twitch and Robert on Mixer. And, uh, of course, yes, look out for Let's Play Sundays as well. On Sundays, of course, that's why they're called that. And uh, look out for that and everything else. Thank you all very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.